Hello, this is Ed Hill, host of the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. You finally made it here, and we're glad to have you aboard today. In this episode today, we're going to talk about the big changes in insurance roof claims, the crackdown of 2021, and I'm going to try to teach you how we can have a smackdown against the crackdown in roofing insurance claims. I originally presented this information on Real Estate Mortgage Shop on 600 AM in Memphis, an iHeartRadio station. And uh, I'm going to do that again today, but in a little more detail than we're able to do on that program. So what are we talking about? Well, many of you are, are aware, or at least you should be, that if you own a home, of course you have home insurance on that, and your roof is one of the things that's covered against sudden storm damage, such as high winds or maybe a hailstorm, tornado, uh, maybe a tree falls on your home during a storm like that, and your roof is protected. And over the last 10 years or so across the nation, but especially here in Memphis, the Mid-South, where I am, and it may be also true where you are, there has been an explosion of roof-related storm damage claims where insurance companies have replaced a whopping amount of roofs, uh, certainly here where we are and maybe where you live as well. Well, quite understandably, the insurance industry has begun to make changes, and it, to me, it seems like it's kind of kind of reach critical mass or critical mess, if you prefer, at this point in 2021. So what are we talking about? Well, many of these changes have been being made for some time and some are recent, but I'm going to give you five examples of big changes in the insurance industry that affect a successful roof claim. Number one is greater requirements. For example, many insurers now are requiring major storm damage on a roof before they will agree to replace the roof. Now, let me give you uh, an example. Ten years ago, this was not the case. If a home had legitimate storm damage on the roof, they weren't necessarily counting the number of shingles and using some kind of grid or equation or formula to figure out if they were going to do it. If it was damaged and it was real and it couldn't be repaired, insurance companies most often wrote a claim check to assist that homeowner. Now we're subjected to, as I mentioned, formulas and equations and amounts like 150 damaged shingles are required per slope, which is, that's insane. That's a hurricane, all right? If they're only going to cover you for hurricanes, then say that in the policy. But anyway, that's an example of greater requirements. A second thing are higher deductibles. A higher deductible, what do we mean there? Well, if you've never had an insurance claim, for example, on uh, roof damage from a sudden storm, whether it's wind or hail, or uh, maybe a fire came through your area and your roof caught fire. If you've never had a roof claim, you might not know this, but 
once it's settled, you're given what is called a scope of damages, or it can be called an adjuster's report. I just call it the insurance paperwork because most people understand that. So on that scope of damages, what you'll find is listed how they're going to disperse or how they're going to pay out the money. It's very typical that the homeowner will get a check on the front end, which represents the actual cash value minus the deductible. The deductible, let's put it like this. When you go to the doctor, your health insurance pays its part, but hey, guess what? Before they will unlock the doors and let you out of the doctor's office, what do you have to do? You have to pay your what? Deductible, your copay. So maybe your copay for going to the doctor is $100. Well, insurance covers everything else, but you're going to pay that $100 to the doctor's office. You know what I'm talking about. This is not a mystery. It's the same way with insurance. The deductible is your copay on the claim. It's what your policy says you will pay. And then, of course, the insurance company pays the balance. So a deductible, many times, uh, you know, five, ten years ago, it was $500, maybe $1,000. I've even seen, no kidding, $250 deductibles. Now, these were normally people who were senior citizens, maybe in their 80s. <laughs> they had been with uh, Company X, uh, insurance company, for 40 or 50 years, and they started that policy, I don't know, back in 1950. So you can see how they would have kept a low deductible all that time. However, things have changed. If you sign up for an insurance policy today, it is very common to expect to have a $1,000 deductible or $2,000 deductible or a $5,000 deductible. That is becoming more and more common. So the deductibles are higher amounts. Now I'm going to tell you something right here. You've got to trust me on this. If if you are offered a policy where in return for a very high premium, uh, excuse me, deductible, you get a very low premium, beware. Because A, do you just happen to have that kind of money laying around if there's a sudden storm event next week? And the answer probably is, well, no, I don't. Well, where are you going to get that from? Think about that. But another point about that is many times people go for those low premiums, but they're actually signing up for a, an actual cash value policy only. What does that mean? That means that when the insurance company depreciates the roof based on the age of the roof, let's say it's 20 years old, and they're allowed to take off X amount of money due to the age, instead of getting a full replacement amount, you know, dollar-wise, you may be getting about a third of the amount or a half of the amount as an example. And an increasing number of insurance companies are sliding into being actual cash value companies rather than being replacement cost companies. If you don't understand all of that, call me, 901 273 6594. 
I'm also senior consultant with Masters Roofing Memphis. My name is Ed Hill, and I have been working in this industry since 2008. I don't know everything, but I've learned a lot. So if you have questions in general, I can help you or we can refer you to your agent, all right? So higher deductibles. Now here's part of that. More and more companies are beginning to have a percentage of home value as the deductible amount. What does that mean, Ed? It's pretty simple. If I'm terrible at mental math, all right? So I'm probably gonna mess this up, but I'm gonna try to give a simple example. If uh, you have a $300,000 home and you have a, uh, let's say, 10% of home value is your deductible, well, 10% of 300000 is 30000 That would be your deductible. Now, they're not that high. They're usually 1% or 2%. I believe I'm still correct in saying that Texas and Florida have mandatory 2% home value deductibles. Whatever your home is valued at, it's a lot of money, a percentage of that. You see what I'm saying? It's not just a $500 or $1,000 deductible with some companies, especially in some states. Maybe where you live, that is now law or is starting to be a trend. So greater requirements, higher deductibles. Number three, lower settlements. This ties in a little bit with what I just said about an actual cash value policy or a replacement cost value policy. Let's say that you have a, a very large complicated roof, like we have a lot of those in the newer homes in Memphis, and maybe it's like that in, in New York uh, State or out in San Diego or Oklahoma City or Orlando, wherever you're listening from. You know what I mean. They're two-story houses with very steep roofs, and they're what we call cut up. That is, there's a bunch of slopes on it. Well, imagine uh, what happens if you get a lower settlement on that. Maybe that claim, if it was a replacement claim, you would have been paid about $20,000 for your roof or more. Well, if it's an actual cash value claim, uh, policy rather, then you're probably going to get something like 8000 or 10000 or 12000 Do you see what we're talking about? So the lower settlements are beginning to be a trend. Even using what is called a formula or an equation where there have to be X number of shingles per slope can cause you to lose significant money in the settlement. And this is frustrating. It's frustrating to homeowners. It's also frustrating to roofers. We, when there's actual real damage, somebody, you know, somebody's got to replace that roof and take care of it. And it needs to be a professional state licensed, bonded and insured roofing contractor that is factory certified by the manufacturers. That is, we do it per specification. I work with Masters Roofing Memphis. That's what we are. There are companies like that wherever you live. Well, to do the work correctly, it's not cheap. And who wants a cheap roof put on their house anyway is probably going to leak. All right, think about that. This is your home 
This is where your your family lives and where your contents, your property, you know, your furniture and, uh, you know, old photos of the family and all that kind of stuff. Everything that's important to you is housed under that roof. Do you want some cheap roof put on your house because you got a really reduced settlement from the insurance company? No. So you see what we're saying? These are problems. Well, what happens? Well, we're not paying for it. <laughs> the homeowner is going to have to pay for it. And this is not a good trend. This is part of the crackdown that I see happening in 2021. In other words, I think it's only going to get worse as we go forward. All right, here's number four. Roofer payback. Now, I'm going to go into more detail here on my podcast that I did not feel would be appropriate on a, a public radio broadcast. But here's, the, here's what I wanted to say on that that I can say here. There are unscrupulous roofing contractors. <clears throat> Tell me it ain't so, Ed. Well, yeah, it's so, and you probably already need that. Shocking news, right? Roofers have a well-deserved low reputation among homeowners, and, and they've earned it. Many of them have earned it because of shoddy work or shady practices or the whole, I can waive your deductible and all that stuff. And even, sadly, I'm told that some roofers even intentionally damage roofs to try to pass it off as storm damage. All of this is wrong, all right? It's all wrong. And here's something else roofers do, some roofers, not every roofer, probably not even most, but there are some roofers that just get it in their head that whereas the insurance companies were, were uh, you know, grudgingly, but they were working with roofers for many years and taking care of the homeowners, some roof companies have decided they make, can make even more by supplementing every single claim, whereas a claim may have paid out at about $250 a square or $300 a square, which is pretty good. They are bothering the adjusters relentlessly on every single claim, driving those costs up to $550 a square or even more. Well, let me tell you something. The companies that sign those insurance checks have probably had enough of that. And, you know, you, you don't want to poke a sleeping dog, right? You ever heard that saying? And why are roofers, some of them, poking the insurance companies right in the eyeball on every single claim, trying to turn every claim into a mega claim? I think, I can't judge them, but I feel like there's some greed involved there. Well, hey, guess what? That's my number four point. Roofer payback. Not only for sketchy stuff that's done by a handful of roofers in every town that's not honest, that's not right. Not only that, but because they are tired of being supplemented to death when really it's just not necessary. So, guess what? There's roofer payback. There are a lot more denials of roof insurance storm claims today than there were 10 years ago. There are a lot more today than there were in November or December of 2020. 
All of a sudden, everybody's saying, no, 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 no. Minimum repair, repair only. No, we're not approving it. We're not doing it. And just finding every reason under the sun, real or not, to deny the claim. This has made many claims, more and more claims, very complicated. And somebody like me can sometimes untangle that knot, but sometimes it's it can't be done because of the attitude of the insurance companies where they feel like they're going to pay back the roofing industry for some of the things that a handful in the industry have been doing where everybody is getting payback. We're getting pushback in a way that I've never seen before, and I've been in this since 2008. It is harder. I don't think it's going to get easier. And a fifth change in the insurance industry, and I noticed this especially in 2020, but I'm seeing it even more in 2021, longer cycles. What do I mean by that? It used to be when a storm was in an area, a roof was legitimately damaged, the adjuster came out pretty quickly. He agreed with the contractor, you know, as long as it was real and it was legitimate. Yep, this is damaged, can't be repaired, we're going to replace it. Here's your check, Ms. Jones. And a lot of times it was right there on the driveway, they were given the check. Sometimes it was a week later, they would get it in the mail. Well, let me tell you what, even the companies who were paying on the driveway, everything's going back through the companies now. And it's taking two or three weeks or more for a settlement, if there's a settlement. But there's also a trend that goes like this. There's the initial appointment with the adjuster, then he denies it or says, well, it looks repairable to me. We're going to pay for minimum repairs. Great. All right. So now we have to do repairs on it to see whether or not it's actually repairable. And this is called a repair attempt. That's documented. The insurance company is welcome to be there anytime we do those, but they hardly ever come. But I think it's a strategy. Because when those photographs or videos are sent in, the desk adjuster, 400 miles away, mind you, who's never been to that roof, never seen any of this, looks at the pictures, and then they say, you can write this in quote marks, well, it's really hard to tell anything from the pictures. We're going to have to have someone come out and witness a live repair attempt. All right, so now, you know, that's two more weeks. So we all got to go back and we got to do this again. Of course, it, you know, it fails right there in front of them. And then they want to haggle a lot of times about, well, you know, how much of it really needs to be done? Maybe this slope and that slope, but I'm not going to do, you know, I'm only going to do the front. I'm not going to do the back, you know, and all of this stuff. <laughs> then the insurance company will say, well, okay, you know, we got to replace something or the whole thing. Uh, send us an estimate. This actually happened to me recently, a week ago. So I'm told, well, whatever you gave the homeowner is fine. It doesn't have to be Xactimate. Now, that's a software-based insurance industry um, way of printing out these things, you know, with the line items and cost and all of that. Really boring stuff, unless you're in Ruben. <laughs> I love them. Now, so he told me, well, you don't need to do that. So I sent him when I gave the homeowner for the estimate. An entire week passes 
And then I'm informed, uh, I've got to have a line item with all the prices in it. Well, why didn't you just tell me that a week ago? You know, I probably should have gone ahead and had it done anyway. So now I'm waiting on that to be done so I can send it to the insurance company, the Xactimate. I mean, when you get through with this process, if there's even a replacement of the roof, the homeowner has been dragged over hot coals and through broken glass just to get to where they used to be able to get in one visit 10 years ago or five years ago. Now it is a four, five, six week process that may not end in an approval for complete replacement. So how can we have a smackdown against the crackdown? Now, let me remind you who I am so this makes more sense. My name's Ed Hill. I am the host of Memphis Home Maintenance Show, but I'm also senior consultant with Masters Roofing Memphis based in beautiful downtown Bartlett, Tennessee, right behind Popeye's Chicken, where our parking lot always smells so good. Oh, man, you've got to come here. And you need to come here not just for the wonderful scents from Popeye, uh, chicken, but you need to come to tour our roof design showroom. If you call me at 901-273-6594, we can schedule a tour where you can see our life-size models of roofs with cutaways so you can understand how a roof should be properly installed and what a quality roof looks like. Also, you can call me at 901-273-6594 if you would like advice about an existing roof claim. Somebody did that yesterday, right after the radio program. I'm going to be able to help them. And then, um, you know, you may just say, well, I don't, I don't know if my roof's damaged or not. I want a free, friendly, expert, honest roof inspection, even if it's there's no damage. <laughs> I'll do those. We'll take care of that for you. Call me. We'll set it up. Or maybe you just would like to request a price, an estimate, a bid from me. Call me at 901-273-6594 and we'll get you taken care of. All right, here's some smackdown against the crackdown. Remember this. Hope is not a strategy. You must have the facts about the storm damage on your roof, and there must be enough of it to have a successful claim. Listen, I've got this in all caps in my notes right here. Listen carefully. Do not file a claim without having your roof professionally inspected and understanding what your damage is or isn't, and if it exceeds your deductible. I mean, if it's just one tab, one shingle, that's not going to be above your deductible, and you're going to have a claim against you and no money from the insurance company. That's not good. Listen, a trustworthy roofer working with your agent can determine if a claim is in order, and then that claim can be fought for for a possible, a positive rather, resolution. Now, confidence comes from preparation. I'm confident. You know why? I've been preparing since 2008 to help you with your claim. <laughs> I've helped almost 900 homeowners replace their roofs, and the majority of those through insurance claims. Master's Roofing has done into the thousands. 
We lost count. We think we're at around, I don't know, 7,000 or something. It's a ton of roofs, and most of those were claims. And we've been helping in the Mid-South, you know, since 2010. Actually, I think the middle of 09. I have to check that out. Long time, though. Now, we're confident because we spent years preparing for this moment in time. Probably we can help you, but it all starts with calling 901-273-6594 and ask for me, Ed Hill, Senior Consultant with Masters Roofing. Why are you going to ask for me? Well, with the amount of time I've been in the industry, I know how to handle extremely difficult claim processes, and I have about a 900 batting average. That's that's good. If you don't know baseball, like nobody has a 900 batting average, but I do in roofing. And it's a rare thing when I'm not able to assist a homeowner with a successful insurance claim. So if you call me and there's any legitimate damage on your roof, the odds are highly in your favor that I'm going to be able to be of help to you. Now, if a claim is not the best course of action, but your roof is old and worn out, maybe it's even leaking, or maybe it's just atrocious looking, guess what? I love presenting detailed printed estimates with a range of options on brands and colors and wind ratings and all that kind of stuff like that there. Call me at 901-273-6594 for a free, friendly, expert roof inspection or for an estimate for full roof replacement. Well, I want you to know this. You don't have to know how. You just have to know who. And the who is me, Ed Hill with Masters Roofing. I will be happy to help you. We can at least discuss it, and we can at least take a look to see what your options are. Well, again, thanks for listening today. I hope you've learned a lot. And I hope you'll tell others about MemphisHomeMaintenanceShow.Podbean.com where they can learn how to care for their home. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. God bless. Bye-bye. Y'all have a great day.